ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. Like I said in a previous episode, we had some propositions to sell the Let's Talk 20s podcast LLC, but we felt like we can we can make more than $2 million like puny Sony was trying to offer us. So... Sorry, sorry. That was supposed to be a secret. But uh, regardless, I hope everyone who's listening slash watching this has had a great week so far. I know that I have personally done a 95% good job at sticking with my New Year's resolutions I was trying to do. I actually want to open up with that question with you, gentlemen. How are you doing with all your New Year's resolutions as we're getting towards the end of January? Let's see. I'm... I'm getting a lot better. Because I would say the only uh, thing that I have not done that was on my New Year's resolutions list on like a consistent basis was I'm trying to finish a book by the end of the month. I know that's a goal we had. I don't know if you guys have started reading a book yet or not. I'm Sherlock Holmes. I know it's tough, bro, but you said you're going to do it. You know what? What do we just really talk about? It. What do we just talk about on the last episode? Be about it, GT. Be about it, baby. Oh, I'm about it. Oh, I'm about it. So There's I'm trying to get that. Yeah, I'm trying to get that book knocked out by the end of the month. But everything else, I've actually been doing pretty, pretty close to. So I, I know how you guys felt about yours. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've, I'm not far into my book. I'll be honest, but I, I didn't have to do a book a month like you. I just have to do twelve by the end of 2023. I just prefer once a month. But like I said, I'm reading Sherlock Holmes, like a, a bunch of tales of Sherlock Holmes. I've never read it before. It's actually really fascinating, honestly. Like I've watched the shows and all. Of, the new adaptations, but the book is, it's way better. It's way better. Everything else. The, the only thing I haven't been able to be good at is really my working out routines, but that's because I had like a foot injury and I was really sick at the beginning of the year. So I wasn't for, it was like a couple of weeks that I just wasn't able to establish that, but I did leg day for the first time in about a month because my foot finally feels better. And I'm not so was that? Leg my legs are Dude, I, I normally can gassed. do five or six workouts and I during my leg day and I was gassed out at the fourth one. It took me oh, so yeah. long to do it. But I but I took my time. I was like, I'm gonna take my time. So yeah, other than that, every, all the other one, my my uh no drinking smoking, my school stuff, my meditation, podcast workouts, my music practice, all good things. Oh yeah. GT. You doing good, man? I'm doing actually pretty well. Achieve a healthier lifestyle. I'm eating a lot better. Meal prep, getting onto that, especially moving into a new place. It's 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 hard. I will yeah. say it is hard, but hey, we're gonna be about it, and we're gonna make it happen. So good weight, we're getting there. So record higher than seventy percent win rate. We haven't started our games yet, but I'm excited and I'm very confident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Becoming closer to God, but we're getting there. So I've been coming closer to God. Good. Improve slash grow the podcast. Yes. Be at peace. Yeah. Be consistent. Yes. Grow as a coach slash manager. True. <laughs> and put money aside for a trip with Tanner, Cam, me, Addison, Connor, Shay, Will Root, and his girlfriend. We're getting there. <laughs> I was going to say, we're gonna, I, we yet. just talked about that. Yeah, we're yeah. getting there. But, but good. Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, we're, we're at least making a very good effort to achieve all of those things. So it's very easy. 
within the first month to really let stuff fall off. And that first month of commitment and consistency really sets you up for the rest of the year, honestly. Like if I don't, if I have a New Year's resolution I didn't do it in the first month, I'm like, fuck, I'm already too late anyways. I'm just not, not going to have right. this goal the rest of the year. So glad you guys are staying accountable with yourself, which actually, enough, maybe that's why I brought that up being accountable. That is the topic for this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're going to be talking about personal accountability and how that has evolved from when we were teenagers and didn't have as much responsibility and stuff as we do now to where obviously now there's a lot more going on in our personal lives and we have to keep ourselves number one if we actually want to get stuff done. So to open up the topic, GT, I believe you had the first question for us. Gentlemen, let's start off great, man. Let's get it all, get the foundation all set up. Mm -hmm. Where does yes, personal sir. accountability start from? Lay it on me. Let me know. Yourself. Woo! You. Yeah. You, yeah, the individual, right. it starts completely with you. Whether you're being honest with yourself about what you're not doing well with and what you're doing well with, like we just talked about, our resolutions, if you're not doing well with them, you got to be honest about it. You can't avoid it. There's no reason to avoid it. It starts with it starts with you, whether it's open communication you're having with others about how you're doing as well. You know, I think a lot of the times we talk about like being open with yourself, but sometimes when we're sharing things with other people, maybe if we're ashamed of something, we don't want to talk about if we mess something up, maybe for example, or we don't want to take accountability for our own actions in front of other people, but you have to do that as well. It all starts with you. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, and I know this is going to be reiterated by myself and probably you guys throughout the episode is that mm -hmm. you can have many people in your life try to hold you accountable and kind of remind you of certain things you need to do or the opposite of not doing certain things. But at the end of the day, people can say what they want, but it's you that is doing the actions. So I definitely agree with you, Connor. It, it has to start and end with you. Because um, mm -hmm. if not, then it's definitely not going to happen. But leading into that, I kind of want to ask both of you real quick, if accountability, if you think it's a taught skill, or if it is something that you either have or don't have? I think personal accountability is definitely something that you can be more influenced. So it could be taught. I think it's more of something that you can be taught it or like influenced into it, but to make it like a hundred percent pure personal accountability, you have to accept it for it to be a hundred percent pure mm -hmm. personal accountability. Otherwise it's not a hundred percent accountability because you're not a hundred percent on it because you haven't even fully accepted it. So I think it's definitely acceptance of it and following through on it, like last episode. Yes, sir. Yes, I think sir. Um, I think people, I actually think it's a taught skill because I do think anybody can learn it. But I will say that based on your personality and maybe based on how you were raised as well, that can influence maybe how easily you pick up personal accountability. And we won't obviously get into maybe how, how being raised might teach this stuff because we've talked about that in previous episodes. But, you know, if you're if you're raised a certain way by your parents where they don't hold you personally accountable for when you make mistakes or when you don't do your chores and stuff like that, you're not going to develop that for yourself at the beginning because nobody who 
nobody taught you that who is supposed to mold you into like a functional human being, you know, and that's what your parents are supposed to do for you. So I, I do think it's a combination of both, but because I have seen some people transform from people who are not personally accountable to those that are, I think it's a learned thing personally. Yeah, I, I would completely agree with you because that's how a lot of us start out, especially with certain parenting styles, but in general as kids, we just kind of do our own things. And like you ever see a kid at a restaurant that's disruptive and clearly knows that they're not supposed to be, but then the parent apologizes on behalf of the kid and say, I'm sorry, of that kid. Um, yeah. You know, that kid, no. So it's like, it, it comes to where it's a taught thing. But like you said, Connor, there's people who have parents who obviously maybe are not enforcing that as much. But then as you get older, you realize it's kind of a necessary skill slash personality trait to have. So I, I would agree. I think it's a, a trait more than that. But that also ties into owning up to your mistakes with the personal accountability. As you get older, you realize that your actions slash mistakes have consequences associated with them. So you have to like own up to your mistakes. You know, that's interesting. I mean, just kind of like makes me think of a quote. I, when we were talking about this topic and I suggested it, this quote came to my mind, own up to your mistakes or your mistakes will own you. What do you guys think about that quote? How does it relate to personal accountability in our lives and how can it connect to the decisions we make in our twenties? I absolutely agree. Yeah. I am 100% agree on that. If you think about it, when you own up to your stuff, that's personal accountability and that's growth. Yeah. And if you're not accepting and you're not being accountable on your stuff, how are you supposed to grow from that? If you don't own up to it or grow from it, that mistake's going to come up again, right? What mm -hmm. comes around goes around, right? Karma, right? But it's mainly that what comes around goes around. You don't want that to happen again, right? No. Don't let mistakes start happening to where it's like snowball effect and it just rolls and rolls and grows and grows. Yeah. Cut that out. Nobody yeah. needs that or wants that in their life. Yeah. Well said. You know, to add to that, GT, um, the book I'm reading right now is by David Goggins, which I know a lot of the listeners probably know him because he's all over social media and he's, he's, I have a, his book. he's a guy. He's the guy, right? And one of his things he recently for his book, he is only doing two podcasts for, which he did a similar thing for his first book, Can't Hurt Me, where he only did. Love that book. Like two, I'm reading it right now. Oh, well. Yeah, Can't Hurt Me is phenomenal. And like I said, I'm reading his second book, Never Finished, and it's pretty damn good too. But this book, he's only doing two podcasts and then he's going to disappear for another few years like he did after his first his first book. Wow. So I was listening to one of his podcasts that, that he was on and he was kind of talking about mistakes and kind of talking about failure. And his mindset is completely different. You shouldn't be considering them failures. You should be considering them attempts at success, attempts at trying to get better. So I think when you own yeah. up to your mistakes, you're realizing that, Maybe they weren't necessarily mistakes or that you're a failure, but you realize that they were attempts at success, but you have to own up to them because that's the only way you're going to get better. And it's slowly but yep. surely realizing this and building off of those mistakes. You try, try again. Next thing you know, you do you get some success, you know? So I feel like it's very important in your 20s because we, one, are very hard on ourselves, and two, we are definitely learning about ourselves and society and our relationship with others more and more rapidly than we've ever had to up to that point in our life. And so we kind of have to take personal accountability for our mistakes and actions, because if not, they will own you and they will also own your relationships you have with others. And that's the best way to learn about yourself and to grow and evolve like you 
necessarily have to. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys touched on growth and that's, that's pretty much the first thing that I thought of. It, it, this is one of the first things I remember my mom and I talking about when I was like in middle school and high school, you're going to make mistakes. Like it's going to happen. It's not avoidable. It's inevitable. And if you try to avoid the repercussions of maybe what you did, you guys are saying you're not going to learn anything from it and you're not going to grow from it. And I, and I love, I, I'm so excited to read his book. I'm so excited. That's like my next book next month because I was not aware about his background. Actually, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, you guys pretty much covered it. it. It has to do with growth and it has to do with learning about the importance of the accountability that you put on yourself as well, maybe compared to like the accountability that others put on you as well. And, you know, finding that out is an important part of owning up to your mistakes. Well, what what do you think influences you more, right? You just mentioned that the accountability you put on yourself or the accountability others need or want from you. Which one do you guys think influences you more in terms of your own personal accountability? I think it's all different for different people, but I think earlier on in life, and this could be just for me, earlier on in life, I would say others need or want from me. Everybody wants to be accepted, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody doesn't know who they truly are and they can't fully appreciate themselves and everybody else and all that stuff because they don't know their, their own selves. But I think for the vast majority of life for people, I think it's all about your accountability because then if you take initiative and you take that by yourself, you appreciate it more instead of people like forcing it down yeah. you Definitely. Because then you're like, oh, well, people help me out. It's like, no, at that point, you took initiative. You took accountability. You did what you had to do. You fought, you like followed through with everything. You did that. You. That's all you. Nobody can take that from you. Yeah. And no one can take credit. That's big. That is. Yeah. That, that That's that's super big. You can, you can only get so far with what other people's perceptions of what your success is supposed to look like. You can, you can only get far with what you want your own success to look like. And any step that you're taking towards those goals, whether you're successful or not, if you're not realistically evaluating them and being personally accountable, um, it's, it's nice to have somebody on your back sometimes, maybe get yourself yeah. out of your head or, oh, yeah, you know, you realizing that like, oh, maybe I'm not going down the right direction. <laughs> like, yeah, I think both are important, but it, it's like we said at the beginning of the episode that Tanner said it, I said it, it starts with you. I mean, between the two of you and your answers, which were both fantastic, I don't think there's really much more for me to add. I completely agree with the aspect of in order for you to actually succeed, especially in your 20s and adulthood from here on out, you need to be accountable for your own actions because at the end of the day, you're creating your own path or of success or creating your own path of failure. And part of it has to do with your accountability you have for yourself. And going off of that, it's because I think a lot of accountability is growing, like we said, right? And growing from the past. And it brings up a question that I personally, I want to learn about you two that I think a lot of other people would really appreciate what's happened in your past that has made you take more personal accountability of your life and events. I, I mean, there's, there's several things I can give like one specific example that kind of 
can be extrapolated to a bigger concept. I, I remember when I was when I was a sophomore in college and I think I had just turned 20, I was pursuing acting. And I remember I started pursuing acting because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I had constant discussions with my friends and family about what my strengths and weaknesses were because I wasn't comfortable enough analyzing it on my own at the time. So my mom was like, hey, you should be an actor. Why? And she's like, I think you'd be a good actor. So I went for it. Well, I hated it. I think I've said that before <laughs> that I've gone for that and I hated it. It was awful. I, I'm too in my head. You know, I, you, you got to take yourself out of the moment or out of your head and be in the moment when you're an actor. I mean, that, that's a big thing. But the thing was, I went for it so hard and took acting classes and spent money on it and tried to like make connections in the industry and stuff like that. And I was not happy and I kept messing up and I kept not getting reads and scripts and stuff with the people I was working with because I mean, I wasn't good because I didn't enjoy doing it and I wasn't being honest about it. And I wasn't realistically looking at what I wanted to do. I was holding more value off of what I thought other people thought I should do rather than what I thought I should do in pursuing what I was interested in. And I wasn't, I wasn't holding the consequences of how I felt like on a day-to-day -day basis in a high enough value, if that makes sense. And that started happening a lot more in my twenties, including recently, you know, with me getting out of my previous relationship, realizing I wasn't happy. It's, it's basically taken me to realize that I'm out of touch with how I, I feel and I need to make a change and hold my emotions and how I feel about them more accountable. And I need to hold them in higher regard because when I'm not, I'm very, I don't know if that made sense. I was kind of long-winded. It's funny you mentioned sophomore year of college because my situation is sophomore year of college when I was an RA for a little over 100 students. And it was a very intensive job and required a bunch of my time. And I was taking some pretty difficult classes for veterinary medicine and everything. And I realized that I wasn't happy for one, but two, my grades were plummeting. My mental health was definitely plummeting. Pretty much everything in my life was going to shit. And I realized that that's not fair for me, but also like for my parents who are paying a significant portion of my college for them to pay all that money and put all that energy, time, and love towards me. And for me to, you know, have bad grades on my report card for that semester, I really want maybe just feel like a piece of shit to be blunt with you. And so from then on out, not only did I say, okay, I need to take control of my life, but also not let personal stuff affect my goals, aspirations, and the things that I'm currently doing. So it helped me be more accountable for my actions, helped me with grades, but also turn that into other aspects of my life and try to separate, you know, work life and outside things influencing, you know, my work ethic and the things I'm trying to achieve. So that was a big shift um, for me. I know you were curious about this, Tanner. Oh, I'm sorry, GT, did you have something you wanted to say? I know, G I, yeah. I know, I can name a time where GT made himself more personal accountable. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's my thing after. Go ahead, GT. Here yeah. we go. It's <laughs> freshman year. Freshman yes, year of college. It's I was supposed to play Division One baseball and have an academic scholarship, and I thought I had my life all good. I was thinking I'm going to get playing college baseball. Life's going to be good. I'm going to eventually get drafted. I'm going to do this and that. I'm going to have 
all the girls. Like, I'm going to have this, that, no loans. And I was like, man, I got life yeah. going on. Boy, did that go sideways. That went <laughs> south quick. And yeah. I eventually got screwed over. And I was told basically, oh, we don't allow students to come throw on the field. I was like, excuse me? So, oh. yeah, the recruiting coordinator, I was like, how about you talk to the coach who's been recruiting me this whole time and literally has the NCAA forms, eligibility forms, and to get me in the team and everything. How about you talk with him that has my name on these papers? Apparently, he didn't follow through. And what? they had four people come from transfer portals, came in, and they had one more spot, but they had already talked with another guy from Dude, California to be a pitcher. Dude, Dude are you serious? There. He went to college for that. I dropped I dropped over 15 other offers to go yeah. to the school. Dude, that is horrible, man. I'm so sorry. So, and God, yeah, and then basically I had to go from the first base dugout across the field into my car and drive back to campus, which wasn't a far drive, but I had to do that in front of all the players. And that's like who I was hanging out with. I was with them all the time oh, for like two months, like two, three months. And yeah. I was going to, I almost moved. Like I was almost roommates with a new person, I, Caleb Detmer, which Tanner knows who that is. Like Caleb, Caleb and I probably would not have been friends if I wasn't screwed over, but yeah, dude, I almost changed roommates. I almost everything. And then talk about, boom, I thought life was done. I cried. I fell into depression. And I gained not freshman 15. I gained freshman 50. I went from 200 to 250. I ate. I ate basically my feelings away. I drank all the time. Partied all the time. Like, and I felt so bad for myself. And I looked to partying and drinking as like my cure to depression and getting over getting screwed over because i thought my career was over i thought baseball was done i was like well cool now i'm gonna turn into just someone who's behind a desk because this coach screwed me yeah and so then i got to that point and then at one point i looked in the mirror and i was like i oh no to even make it even better one night it was a, and I'm not going to say the fraternity's name. I'm not going to put that out there. But it was <laughs> toga night on parents weekend. I drank a fifth in less than 10 minutes. What? Yeah. Bro. By one of the, by Man. a person who was in the fraternity. Oh, God. And I eventually passed out was dry heaving and there were three people who carried me, put me in the car. I was unconscious for five hours. I woke up at 6 a.m. in the hospital with tubes all over on my chest. I had, I woke up and I had six nurses hovering around me as if I rose from the dead. Like I should have died because of cardiac arrest. I'm glad like, you're I here, man. Damn. Like I'm, I'm a walking miracle, and I don't say that proudly. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you're here, I, but life, life, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm very blessed to be alive, and because I, I shouldn't be here. 
I really shouldn't. I should be gone and long gone from this earth, but God had a plan for me and kept me around. So I'm very blessed. And yeah, I was fat, dude. I was fat. And I just was (laughs) like, I need to take life more serious. I can't keep fucking around. I mean, this. That had to, I know you were curious about this, Tanner, but that had to be the moment when you truly started taking personal accountability. I, you know, I yeah. was like, this is it. Like, I got to start doing, I just got to be about it and stop relying on other things and people to console me. Like, I just, I got to do this shit by myself. I got to grow the fuck up and I got to man up. And you did. Toughen the fuck up. I was actually going to say, I know, Tanner, you shared yours. Um, I had a similar moment. It wasn't as big as y'all's, but it wasn't just like the acting thing that happened for me. I was a heavy stoner. I was smoking every day. I was high probably at least like seven to eight hours out of the day. I was working. I was going to work high. I was going to school high, you know, and I would come home and I'd bake and then I'd I'd eat like an entire pack of thin Oreos. You know, I was just eating. (laughs) It was awful. It was awful, dude. But um. I realized for me, it was actually when I realized how my actions were impacting the people that I cared about. And for me, I remember I had a huge party at my parents' house and they told me not to have a party there when they were going out of town because I was watching, I was watching their house for them, watching the animals. And I had a huge ass party and stuff obviously got broken because I couldn't keep in contact with it. People fell asleep in their bed and I think made a mess in their room and stuff like that. And my mom, who I have an amazing relationship with, straight up told me that she didn't trust me anymore. And that fucked with me. It was the acting thing that I realized a couple months later I needed to get out of. And when I realized how my actions were impacting my mom and like yeah. people I cared about, then I was like, this is, this is fucked up. It was like UGT in a way, obviously I didn't have as extreme of an experience, but I realized that I wasn't doing what I needed to do. I wasn't taking things seriously. I was coasting by for a long time. And that's when I just decided to start being more honest about what I needed to do with myself, which actually, I do have a question about that for y'all. Talk a lot about honesty with personal accountability. I know I've talked about it a lot and I talked about it with like the making plans episode and stuff like that. For me, I think it plays a big role in personal accountability. How big of a role do you guys think it plays? Huge. Being honest? Yeah, huge. Absolutely. Huge to yourself. First off, you can easily convince yourself that you are doing everything and oh, well, I slack today and I can do it tomorrow. And then you're like, oh, the next day arrives and you're like, oh, well, Maybe tomorrow. I have something that came up today. And it's just a cycle. Yeah, you have to keep yourself honest and be to be accountable. You have to be honest with yourself, but also to be honest, like you said, Connor, with the people that you love. For example, the accountability of you do not do anything. Obviously, don't do anything while your parents are out of town and then you throw a party and then your mom says, or I can't trust you anymore. Town and you're in college. Well that too. Obviously, that messed with you and you were not honest with her and truthful with your intentions and and that obviously affects your relationship with others yeah i definitely agree you got to be honest because like tana said first first most it's yourself you got to be honest with if you can't be honest with yourself you can't be honest with anybody else because you're supposed to be the most wholesome and well-rounded you before you can be the most well-rounded you around others so it's comes down to first off you got to be honest with not just yourself right 
whole 100% honesty. Yep. And with me, I almost put my whole family and my good friends, I almost basically almost like a coward way left this world and being stupid and not being honest with myself yeah. and kind of relying on just emotions. And that wasn't being honest and truthful to myself. Yep. That was me just being a coward and taking the easy way out instead <laughs> of bearing down and grinding my teeth and just getting through it and doing what I had to do. So, but I think you absolutely That's have real. to be honest. You know, I'm also curious. There's a slight second part to my question. Honesty, obviously, is important. But what kind of role does forgiveness play in taking accountability with yourself, too? And it obviously has to do with each other. I think GT, I was going to say, I know you probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to absolutely forgive yourself. You're going to make mistakes. Unfortunately, like we said in the previous episodes, like we, no, not even like previous episodes. We said like, say what you mean and mean what you say. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes, right? It's inevitable. It's going to happen. We can minimize those mistakes if we forgive ourselves and we learn from it. So, and dumb things that you've done before in house party, forgive yourself, right? You've learned from it. You've grown from it. You've forgiven yourself for it and you were able to move on with it. Because if you can't forgive yourself, you're going to hold on to it and it's going to linger and fester into something even bigger and you don't want any of that. Like I said earlier, snowball effect. And that's a snowball effect we don't want. And if you can't forgive yourself, Absolutely, then man. you, I don't think you're going to be able to forgive yourself for what comes ahead after that. Yeah. I mean, it goes hand in hand with honesty, but if you are not thinking that something you did is wrong and you feel like there's no need to forgive yourself, then obviously that action is going to be a reoccurring thing because you see nothing wrong with it. So by forgiving yourself, you're being honest. And by being honest, you're forgiving either yourself or someone else. In terms of accountability, you know, it, it's the repetition of actions. If you're not being sincere and not truly thinking that what you did was wrong or even the other way around, then you're going to keep doing that. And that's not fair mm -hmm. to you or the people that are around you. Yeah, boys. Well said. I, that's Both of you. very well. Both of you. Zingers. Yeah. What about you, Connor? What's going on with you and forgiveness? Yeah, I can't add too much more. You know, it's if you're harboring onto guilt and anxiety for something that you think you fucked up on, you're not going to be able to be honest about it because you're going to avoid it. Right. I mean, that's that's really just the bottom line of it. And you both have already touched on that. It's forgiving yourself for your own actions. Or, you know, maybe it could also be maybe somebody made you upset with their actions and then you reacted in a certain way towards them that you didn't, you didn't like how you reacted, but you also didn't like what they did. Forgiveness is a good practice. It's something good to practice in every aspect of your life because holding on to feelings and holding on to any kind of resentment that you have, I mean, it really does only hurt you at the end of the day. It's, it's not... I know some things are hard to forgive yourself for, to forgive others for, but you'll find 
better peace of mind when you do. So you guys already touched on it and it's, it goes hand in hand with honesty and it's sometimes something that you got to do in your daily life. Good speaking on daily life, boys, what helps with your daily life and taking accountability with things? Is it these big events? Is it something maybe you do daily? If you want to know something daily that I do now, I, I talked to you guys about it right before I got on. I asked for a little bit of extra time. I'm telling you this meditation stuff has been life-changing for my day-to-day -day life. It not only does it center me, but it gives me a break and lets me reflect on things that I really care about and gives me a moment to, I just feel like sometimes my head gets like overwhelmed because I'm a very empathetic person. So I have all these emotions and thoughts running around and I just get like bogged down. But meditation, like you said, enlighten us. It, it just totally makes me come back into here and come back like, and make my heart and my mind like more connected so that I can be more present in my body. That is, I do, I'm going to do it twice a day now. I'm telling y'all, it's so helpful. Damn, you look that. pissed off, my man. What's going on I need on a hop on you? that. Wow, I'm pissed yes, off. Sir. I'm missing out on that, dude. Like, I, I want to learn. I I'll need to learn. I'll give you the code, man. I'll get, I can give dude, you the code. You can try it for 30 days. It helps. <clears throat> it helps. I mean, it's taking time. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, something I do, though, is... is I guess it's you similar like meditation in, in a way is just kind of replaying the day in my head, just kind of walking myself through everything that happened, good or bad, and just reflecting on that self-reflection. But then also thing we've mentioned on so many episodes is the to-do list, having something written down in front of my face and staring at it and saying, did I actually do this or did I, did I not do it? Can I cross this off my list or not? So I think a to-do list, journaling, and like Connor just mentioned, meditation or some form of self-reflection is very important. Yeah, GT, you got something for us too? I think what's been helping me do a little bit of meditation as well, take time for myself and breathe. And if I'm not being accountable, it lets me just clear my head. And then I, I go straight from when I have a clear head, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what it needs to get done. This is how I need to go about it. And if it doesn't go about this, then just be like water and adapt to whatever it is. Oh, huh. I like that. Be like water and adapt to whatever it is. I like it. That's right? nice. That, that, like is, that is nice advice. I, I feel like people in their 20s could absolutely relate to that. Well, gentlemen. It's crazy, dude. Since we just gave our tips to kind of wrap up the episode as we traditionally do, giving our closing thoughts, but also in addition to that for someone in their twenties who is not consistent and wants to become accountable for their actions, what advice would you give to them? And the follow-up question to part two for that is, is it too late to change? No, nope. never too late to change. Absolutely not. At the end of the day, we do all start in the same place. And we, and like GT has also said, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. You just have to learn how to practice healthy habits, all, all the, the things that we've talked about or anything that works for you that you consider a healthy habit. I think definitely it's not too late to change. I don't think that this is something that is completely natural for every single person. It is hard to be personally accountable because it's hard to be honest when things are hard. So if you really made, and I know we said, you know, we don't look at it mistakes, but I know for me, 
I, I have just fucked up before and just made stupid decisions that I just consider mistakes, even though I think it's healthy to realize you can learn from them, <clears throat> excuse me, by practicing openness, by practicing honesty and by practicing forgiveness and mindfulness and just trying to do it with every little thing in your life. I think you'll find that you will start to be more in tune with yourself and you'll find it easier to, to be personally accountable and you'll be more able and molded to change your way like water like honestly, water no like water it's never too late like it's never too honestly. late and and honestly for someone who wants to change you're taking the first step saying that you want to do more and that you want to get out of this rut that you are currently in you're trying to get out of that like connor said realize that you are going to make mistakes and you are going to fuck up but that's life mm -hmm. uh, if everyone was perfect then there it would be it would be boring to be quite frank with you. So just understand that you will fail, but that is completely fine. That's part of the process. You can learn from your mistakes. And once you start being more accountable with yourself, you realize that you hold yourself to a higher standard and that will only motivate you and push you to be better in literally any other aspect in your life. So just hold yourself be truthful and the rest will follow suit. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Another mm -hmm. episode of Let's Talk 20s Done. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If anyone needs any help therapy-wise, we do have a referral link with betterhelp.com slash let's talk 20. I know that the beginning of a new year can be a little overwhelming at times, and there's a lot that people go through at the beginning of the year. So if you need anything, use that referral link or reach out to myself, GT, or Connor. We'll be more than happy to help you guys follow the Instagram page, Let's Talk 20s Podcast. And that is it. We'll wrap it up here. Thank you for listening and watching as usual. Have a great rest of your week. Peace.